Hello and welcome to episode, let's see, 12 of Inventory Full. So I'm your host Trey and today I am by myself once again. Um, that's okay. Um, I guess, okay, there's, I'm kind of scattered brain today. There's a, a couple things, lots, lots happening in the past week or so in the world of gaming um but i want to start out with what i'm playing so um disney dreamlight valley i've spoken about it before in the past how highly 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 addictive it's been for me um i really enjoy these life sim type games so things like stardew valley or um harvest moon um what's the other big one animal crossing of course um games like that they're highly addictive to me i think it's just like the uh i guess the progression of it um just starting out from usually in these games the case is starting out from nothing and then just slowly building up your town, your farm, your village, whatever it may be. Um, there's just something about that gameplay that's been highly addictive. And so with um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, it's more so the same thing, just with a Disney skin on it. And I've explained that in the past before. Anyways, um, I think it was... I want to say about a week ago, maybe a couple days ago. I'm not exactly sure when, maybe the 21st of October. But they released an update for it, for uh, basically their seasonal update. It adds like a bunch of Halloween themed items, fall themed items. Um, added a new character, Scar, from The Lion King. Um, and kind of expanded the main story of the game from there using that character. And this update is. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be too big, but it's been pretty beefy. Um, I'm still working on the quests for that, mostly because they also dropped a new Star Pass, or Season Pass, whatever you want to call it, their version of that, um, which has a whole bunch of, like, themed rewards, but this time it's all October Halloween spooky themed. So I've been trying to grind those out as well. They added more que like side quests to get items. I've been doing that. And just overall trying to build up my town some more. So that's been highly addictive. Um, once again. Uh, I kind of fell off of it for a while there. Um, just doing the same things over and over and over again. That does wear on me. But with the new content and the new season pass to grind out, I have jumped back into it. And I am loving it <laughs> just like i did when the game first came out um so that's what i've been playing a lot lately um red and i have also when when he's free we've been playing grounded um that one's really spooky i guess you could say i'm not a big fan of bugs so it kind of makes me all like squirmy very uncomfortable sometimes um I don't know, seeing those bugs just like, it makes me itchy, you know? <laughs> um, but that's been fun. Uh, again, that has like a really good 
base building mechanic to it. So that's mostly what I focus on while Red goes and he goes off and he hunts the bugs. He's very aggressive. Um, so he can he can go gather the parts and harvest them. I I just stick to like the base building. So I've been building a castle out of the mushrooms and defending it against whatever bugs may come from his endeavors out in the wild. Sometimes the bugs want to fight back and they'll send some forces to attack your base. It's really fun. I like that like base building slash defensive mechanic. Which actually, thinking about that, brings me to another thing that I've been playing a lot lately. I've been playing a lot of... How do, how do you explain it? Uh, I guess RTSs, real-time strategies. Um, it started with... Oh, what's it called? Oh, They Are Billions, I think it was called. It's like a steampunk zombie RTS. And, and again, that progression and the building and the upgrading and the strategy, I just, I fall in love with games like that. So after I was playing a bit of um, They Are Billions, that kind of kick-started a whole, a whole thing where I wanted to play nothing but RTSs. So I've been playing a lot of those. Um, if I can open up the files here, I can see which ones. Um, so I've been playing a lot of that. I played a little bit of Age of Darkness. Uh, a little bit of Diplomacy is not an option. I really like that one. But it kind of felt kind of too similar to the other one, so I kind of put that to the side. And then another one, Judgment Apocalypse Survival. That one's really fun. Um, it reminds me a lot of, like, RimWorld, I guess. I, I didn't play much of RimWorld. I didn't like it the first time I played it. But I'm thinking of going back to it now that I'm on this kick. But Judgment Apocalypse Survival is pretty much an rts rim world style game um where you have like free roam around the world but you also come back to a certain base and you can build out your base and uh hire people upgrade their skills have them research build cook cut down trees yada yada and that's been really fun it has like a i guess you could say biblical type theme because the judgment apocalypse in the title um but like demons come to earth and you gotta be like oh demons ah gotta kill them or protect against them or ah, don't let them get us that kind of deal you know <laughs> um excuse me take a drink of water real quick so a lot of rtss uh let's see a lot of rts's a lot of life sim um i, I guess when i was playing oh I, I guess this can i'm still playing pathfinder um the one that's on ps4 i forget the name oh kingmaker pathfinder kingmaker i've been playing that a lot and that's pretty fun. It kind of has a city builder aspect to it with the expanding your barony and upgrading unit, or not units, but your team, um, building the towns and kind of like 
putting what's best for the town's like oh do you want to develop spirituality or your military or your yeah yeah i got it blah, blah, blah. you know um so that's been fun i recently purchased the sequel to it and i test patient um i don't know when i'll finish it because that game is a lot <laughs> to say the least but i did buy the sequel in anticipation to eventually play it one day eventually maybe who knows uh so a lot of that so pretty much a mishmash of genres lately um oh and one final other one uh i found a game called kenshi it's it's while i, I kind of googled like oh what are the best uh rts games like they are billions and kenshi popped up and it i have been loving it i haven't played too much in what i have i've mostly just been mining and selling ore to try to get money to up my stats <laughs> but it's like a i guess it has rts mechanics i know you can build a base and you'll get raided by like raiders and the holy nation and the it the the what's it called the kind of race of lizard people it gives me a lot of like elder scrolls vibes there when i just think of argonians <laughs> um and that's what they always look like and they don't really have the face of a lizard they kind of have like the skin texture of a lizard they kind of have like bones poking out of them but they give me argonian vibes and they're very xenophobic so they keep attacking me um because i'm not they're called sheks i think because i'm not shek so i keep getting attacked by them but it's a very slow burn type of game um it has a lot of like fallout vibes like fallout 1 fallout 2 vibes um so it, it's like a, i don't really know how to classify it it's kind of like a mismatch of a bunch of different things rts rpg base building defense a bunch of stuff but it's been fun if not just a very 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 slow burn and like the game basically the model of the game is you're not important you're not the main character here no one cares about you just do whatever you want which is which is fun i like that sandbox nature um it's just incredibly hard everything starts so much higher level than you are everything's out to kill you it's it's fun <laughs> to say the least so yeah that's kind of been my kick over the past week or so um and it'll probably change soon because there's gonna be a lot of games coming out soon um i just okay so we'll start here after i talk about the games that i played we'll start with batman arkham knights or not batman just arkham knights i i have the game it's at my mom's house and i haven't been over there to pick it up yet but i'm kind of disappointed in it because the reviews have been terrible ranging from like four to six out of ten on average just about i think it's hovering on metacritic at about a 60 66 63 somewhere in that range um which is a huge bummer because I love the Arkham series of games and 
along with everyone else, had kind of hoped and thought that this would be basically more of that, but multiplayer. But from what I've heard, the combat is just so bad, and it's insanely grindy. Um, I was talking to Red about it the other day, and apparently, I don't know if this is true, this is what he's told me, I haven't done much research on the game, but you have to level up every single character to a certain part to do certain quests, which I think is ridiculous. You, you should just have to have one character at that specific level, and yeah, you're good. But allegedly, apparently, you have to have every single character at that level to proceed, which, if true, is ridiculous. I, I mean, I appreciate a good grind, but that doing that same thing over and over again with different characters would be mind-numbing eventually for me. And then, like I said, with the combat, the combat is real clunky and slow and just doesn't feel like the Arkham games, which is a bummer. Um, the reason I'm really bummed about it is because I got the collector's edition, which was not cheap. I think I mentioned it last week, but like I think it went for 325 with tax and shipping and everything. Um, that was the top price I paid or the end price I paid for it and I guess I don't have it yet so I don't know how the statue looks but I'm excited for that at least hopefully that kind of um, warrants the purchase I guess uh, I do like collector's edition so I'm not too bummed about it it just kind of rubs me the wrong way that hey this isn't a good game it is getting destroyed in ratings but that's okay. And then as for other games coming out, we have the Rose expansion for Resident Evil 8, which actually comes out in two days, I believe. I believe it comes out on the 28th. So I have that to look forward to. I'm, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with Rose and that 16-year time gap. Um, Resident Evil actually had a, or Capcom had a Resident Evil showcase a couple days ago. And I haven't done a lot of research about the game, but I did watch that. And I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, Red and I, but my theory that, oh, it's all going to be in her head pretty much is essentially going to be what it is, it looks like. It looks like, I think they called it the nightmare or the dream or the mirage or something, some weird concept, but it's essentially going to be all in her head, which I figured it was going to be because I don't see how they're going to do that big of a time gap <clears throat> and still have it in the main world of Resident Evil. Especially if rumors of Resident Evil 8 coming out, I mean 9 coming out, and Revelations 3 coming out. I just think it would get a little too messy trying to balance that with this just DLC. Like, not as a full-fledged game, just DLC. Um, and then with that, I still feel like What's his name? Ethan? The main character? Is Rose's dad? Ethan? Sure, let's go with that. Um, I still feel like he is going to be in the game as like a guiding, like, oh Rose, I I love you. You grew up so well. I'm so proud of you. Let's defeat this mole together. Something like that. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that. I I know they're gonna add a third person mode. To the main game which 
there's still I don't know why they're still hiding his face because they said specifically in the showcase that whenever you try to turn the camera to see his face, he's gonna turn away. So they're still hiding his face for whatever whatever reason. I mean, people have leaked the model, like pulled the model out and have seen his face, but they still like refuse to show it in game for whatever reason. Not, like they refuse to officially show his face, which doesn't make sense. Um, unless there's something, there's, there has to be something about him. Watch how he turns out to be hunk or something. I don't think the age matches. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. More Resident Evil. Um, with that, the, the reverse is finally coming out after two years, I think. It was supposed to come out day and day with Resident Evil 8, and it did come out for a while, but then it just kind of disappeared. Um, I'm sure there's a story behind that. I'm not, I'm not familiar with what happened with it. It's just weird that the game, it seemed to be done. I mean, it was launched, people were playing it and then they're just like, mm, nah, we're not, nah, we're just gonna take this from you guys. Um, thanks for playing it. And I know some people like really loved it. Some people really hated it. I never got my chance to play it, but I will probably check it out now that it's going to be quote unquote the full release and I guess they fixed whatever was wrong with it prior um whatever that may be um so that should be fun uh get a group of friends together and play that I think that would be a lot of fun because it's that asymmetric type multiplayer I believe where it's like one killer versus four survivors or someone versus something um I think that's how it works that's that seems to be what games are and with that i'm going to go on a little side rant but <clears throat> i'm tired of the asymmetric isometric whatever it's called multiplayer games because that's what everything is right now i'm dead by daylight um they have the ash versus the the evil dead game coming out the friday the 13th game it's all horror related to um vhs the killer clowns from Mars that's coming out. Like everything is this 4v1 monster versus survivor. The Dragon Ball Breakers. I mean, this is the new trend. I mean, like a couple of years ago, it was Battle Royales once Fortnite really popped off, like 2017, 2018. Um, and then everyone was copying the Battle Royale formula. But now, it's these 4v1 monster versus survivor games and I'm tired of it <laughs> but I digress I'm still excited for Resident Evil I'm gonna see what the story has to hold um, and then after that we have oh, what's the next game that's coming out God of War I believe does that come out this month hold on God God of War Ragnarok. I don't remember if it comes out this month or next month. November 9th. Okay, that's sooner than I thought. I thought it was like the end of this month or the end of next month at the latest. Okay, so I guess I'm going to immediately be jumping into God of War. Um, with that, I also got the Collector's Edition because, of course, I did. I have it for the 
the last God of War game. Uh, and this one's really cool. It comes with like a little Mjolnir um, hammer statue, which is supposed to be pretty hefty, I think. Uh, so that would be really fun. But that <laughs> somewhere in my collection, um, I don't necessarily have the room for it, but I'll make the room for it. Um, so that's exciting. I really, I didn't, I actually didn't play the new God of War until, um, was it, it was either this year or last year. I know I, I think it was this year. Yeah. I actually, I actually, I played it before when it first launched, but I played it on the super hard difficulty and that was kicking my butt. So I kind of quit, but I picked it up again, maybe three months ago i want to say and i completed it platinumed it everything i fell in love with it it kind of re-sparked that childhood love i had for god of war um because i loved the original god of wars when they came out on the ps2 i was probably in middle school at the time i want to say um and i loved them and then this one like really kick-started that love again um so ragnarok i'm really excited for uh the end of the last one had a pretty good like twist ending so i'm wondering how they're gonna expand on that because i mean they're gonna probably follow pretty closely the lore of ragnarok and what it is you're probably gonna end up killing odin or maybe thor at the very least Unless they're going to try to make this a trilogy again, like the original God of War series, and have you kill Odin in the third game, you know. But it's going to be interesting what how they play off of, like, family ties and blood ties and revenge would be probably a big thing. Because I know Tyr is going to be big in this one, who is the God of War of Greek mythology. So that's going to be cool to see um yeah i'm just really excited for it i'm probably I, i'm gonna try and plan on that one too because I, I mean man i loved god of war so that should be fun um let's see other than that what other games oh pokemon pokemon uh scarlet and violet is coming out like a week after god of war i think it comes out on the 15th i want to say maybe the 16th actually i can google that real quick november 18th okay so about a week and two days after um god of war so yeah i'm excited for that uh i haven't played a main series pokemon game until i mean since black white which i think i was in high school at the time maybe I graduated maybe i was in college i don't remember but it's been a long time since I played any main series Pokemon games. Um, again, I haven't done much research into it. I don't really look at game plays until I actually play the game. Um, it's just kind of the way I've always been. I don't really, I just kind of go into games blind. But I'm hoping that Scarlet and Violet take a lot of gameplay aspects from pokemon arceus because i played Arceus. I, I haven't finished it but i played the beginning of arceus i should say and i fell in love with the mechanics the, the actual mechanic of you actually physically going around sneaking up on pokemon throwing the pokeballs at them um it's like an open world pokemon game and i love that 
So if they can take that, I feel like RCS was like a tech demo. So if they can take that and implement it into a full like main series game, oh man, oh man. Um, they may, they may not. I'm not sure if they've already announced that that that's a thing. Um, but it may just be a one-off thing, kind of how like Pokemon Go, Eevee, and Pikachu were like. Oh, Pokemon Go is very popular. Let's make a spin-off game based on that. And that was kind of lackluster. Um, at least in my experience of playing it. So, and then I'm interested to learn Pokemon again because I am generations behind. I don't I know the starters for the other ones. I just I don't know. You can pull up a Pokemon from the past like 2-3 generations and I'm like, "Man, I don't is that a Digimon? I, I I don't even know. I don't know what that is." So I'm, I'm, I'm far behind on the creatures, <clears throat> so, but I am excited for this new one. I, uh, it'll kickstart my love of Pokemon again, hopefully, maybe. Um, so yeah, those are the games that are coming out in the next couple of years that I'm pretty excited for, um, more or less. So now, with that out of the way. And what I'm playing and everything, we can actually get into some of the the news that happened in the past week, which it's been pretty hectic. Um, where should we start? Let's start with the Bayonetta three drama. So, the voice actress for Bayonetta, I think her name is Helen Taylor. Yes, Helen Taylor. She went on a whole like Twitter, I don't want to say rampage, but a whole Twitter tirade, I guess, about how Platinum wasn't going to pay her squat. Well, she felt like they weren't she they weren't paying her fairly. So the ori original report was she was claiming that Platinum Games was only going to pay her a total of $4,000 to voice the entirety of the game. And that that like sparked a big uproar about voice actors and how much they get paid for their work the compensation the the hours like the just the effort for the pay so i kind of kick sparked that and then platinum was like no 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 hold on that's not what happened we offered her i think they said in total fifteen thousand. it was like six or f hold on what was the number uh, oh, so they were going to offer her five sessions, four hours each, paying about 3000 to 4000 each. And the total would have been 15000 which is a lot higher than what she was claiming. That's over three times as much. Um, so Platinum came out and was like, no, no. Or reports came out. I don't think Platinum said directly, but reports came out saying, no, Platinum was trying to pay her a lot more than she's claiming. And then she defended herself on Twitter saying, um, no, originally they only wanted to pay me 10000 And I think she said the producer was like, okay, we'll throw you an extra 5000 to have you join, like come aboard and force Bayonetta again. Um, which, sorry, I don't know if I mentioned, she's the she was the main voice actress for Bayonetta. She was the Bayonetta. Um so so she's a big character and she felt the pay wasn't right and she declined that she declined the original fifteen thousand. 
I believe. Um, uh, but then I think they came back, Platinum came back to her and was like, oh, well, we'll pay you $4,000 to just record a couple like cameo lines, nothing too big. And I think, so that's what she took and ran with saying, oh no, they wanted to pay me 4000 to voice Bayonetta, which was stretching the truth by a lot. Um, she kind of just took that and ran with it. And then she got called out on Twitter and um, she's like, oh, I'm not, she's like, at least I'm not asking for like $300,000. And I'm like, what? And then she, it was a big thing she like released a series of videos that have an insane amount of views by now i think in the millions i think in total the views on her twitter posts are like yeah up to a couple million it looks like um yeah over 10 million views so i mean it's on one hand it's kind of her I feel like it was kind of her way of getting out of the industry by making a big stink about it, which it would be very hard to hire her now after she threw a fit like that. So I think it was kind of her way of saying, okay, I'm done with this. I want out. I'm going to make, I'm going to play victim here. That's what I feel like. Um, now, is that what, what it is? Maybe not, but that's kind of the impression I get from it. Um, but it did spark a good discussion, like I said, about voice actor pay and compensation for these, which I'm not too familiar with the world of video game voice acting. I mean, that one guy who voiced Joel in pretty much every character in the 2010s, Troy Baker, I think his name was, uh, he seems to make a living out of it, but I'm not sure what the pay rates are, but it did spark a big discussion about that industry and i'm sure we'll see some change to it pretty soon um usually things like this in the game industry once they're like brought to light they change pretty rapidly like i know a couple of years ago it was rockstar and their crunch times like their crunch um procedures and the work conditions of people during that and that kind of sparked a whole thing about crunch time and people's expectations and all of this. So who knows, maybe in the next year or two, we might see something about voice actors and them getting correct compensation for their work or whatever the deal is on that. I'm not sure what the deal is. <laughs> um, let's see, with that out of the way. Oh. So, like I mentioned before, Resident Evil had a, or Capcom had a Resident Evil showcase. Of course, they showed a bunch of Resident Evil 8 stuff, but they finally showed a bunch of Resident Evil 4 remake stuff. Now, I've said it before, Resident Evil 4 is my absolute favorite game. If I had to pick a favorite game, it would probably be Resident Evil 4. I love it. I love the mechanics. I love the characters. I love the campiness of it. I love everything about Resident Evil 4. The remake, I am very on the fence about. I don't know how to feel about it. On one hand, like I have like this 
like inner thing that's just saying just love it just love it but some of the things that were shown in this um showcase were not ideal um luis i hate the new design of him i i i, I don't know i just i guess i just have such a close connection to the original game that nothing they redo or remake is going to live up to what a perfect game that was um so luis looks off don't like him i don't i think i don't like the voice actor either i don't remember <laughs> but i don't like luis ashley looks okay leon looks great i love what they did with leon um my biggest okay right, i'll start with what i like so they are bringing back the inventory management which i love I love the micromanagement and inventory management and everything like that. Um, the upgrade system, the treasures, the combining and trading in treasures for certain things. Um, they're going to add that with the knife even. Like you can upgrade the knife, which is going to be awesome. I love I love the upgrades. That was my favorite part about the game. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, let's see. Some of the story. It it looks like they're gonna follow it pretty closely um which is cool probably add kind of flesh it out add some more stuff like ashley's like backstory quote-unquote backstory um probably something with luis i think the rumor said but that's yet to be seen um those are things i love things i absolutely hate number one and this is the most important one the merchant i I'm so disappointed the merchant has such a um, I know they're trying to flesh him out and give him more like of a backstory about where he came from so they changed the voice it's like a really heavy Aussie accent now and I hate it because like I said his voice is so iconic like you just hear like what are you buying and you know exactly what that sounds like but now it has like a real heavy Aussie tone to it and it breaks it for me it breaks it i don't i hate this voice and that's my biggest gripe with this remake is the voice for the merchant like everyone's like oh the merchant's back we're so happy yeah i'm happy the merchant's back but not when he sounds like that i i hate this voice actor i i hate it, it it's not what i grew to love in the original games and it just it feels off to me the aussie accent is just it just doesn't work for me especially like with him being in spain like i said they're probably gonna expand on his story and say why he's there with that but i just ugh, makes me really sad makes me really sad and then what's the guy's name i want to say salazar um yeah salazar so he looks hilarious in the remake i love it i hate it but i love it um they made him look really strange gave him like a powdered wig um instead of like i think in the original he had just his white hair with a mohawk and a tricorn he was wearing but in this remake they're gonna give him a freaking powdered wig uh, okay that 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 works i'm not too upset about that i think it's more funny than anything else um because I think the original rumors were to take him out of the game entirely or change him in some way. 
I don't remember exactly, but I know there's a rumor about him in some capacity, which if they were to change him, I'm glad they're not because he's a hilarious little guy. Um, let's see what else about that. Oh, Hunnigan is going to be expanded because um, apparently Hunnigan was like a secret, not secret, like a fan favorite from the original. And then once that, that first CGI movie came out, everyone was like, oh, more Hunnigan. So they kind of took that and was like, okay, you guys want more Hunnigan? Here's more Hunnigan. Um, so they're keeping that. Uh, it looks like they're going to keep the big fire um, fight with, I think his name was Mendez. Um, that big fight where that warehouse is on fire and kind of splits into like a centipede. I think they showed a glimpse of that during the showcase. So that's an awesome fight. I love the Mendez fight in VR. It's very, very fun. Um, so they look like, it looks like, excuse me, like they're keeping that, which is good. I'm glad they're not changing anything with Mendez because he is uh, very threatening. He's a very big threatening guy. Um, so yeah, Mendez, great. I, I'm glad. Um, Oh, there was another thing. What was I thinking of? Oh, another. Okay, so the second biggest disappointment is they're killing the dog. So at the beginning of Resident Evil 4, you can rescue a dog from a bear trap. And he will come back later in the game and help you versus one of the El Gigantes. But during the showcase, they show that the dog is dead. And it makes me so sad. Because, like... I... Every time I've played that game, I always save the dog. I always make sure that I'm going to save that dog. But now it looks like it's not going to be possible. It looks like he's just dead from the get-go. And you're just like, sucks, sucks, <laughs> sucks, sorry. Which, oh goodness, it makes me so sad. I I love that puppy. And they did, they did him dirty. They did a lot of people dirty. They did... They did uh, Luis dirty, they did the Merchant dirty, they did Salazar dirty. It, but, like I said, I'm probably biased. I, I love Resident Evil 4. Um, of course, it's not going to be what I loved. But, man, I wish it. I wish it. I hope it's good. I wish. And I hope. And I pray that it's going to be a good game. I'm sure it will be. Comes out March 24th, I think. Same day as John Wick 4. So that's exciting. Um, but like, I don't know. It, it's to be seen. I have high expectations for it, but those could are most likely going to be crushed in some way. I know it's not going to be perfect like I, I want it to be. I, I know that. I know it's not going to be perfect. No matter how much I want it to be, I know it won't be unfortunately um but i'm still gonna buy it oh they actually dropped the collector's edition for it and with the collector's edition it sold out instantly i got one <laughs> i am so happy i got one i kicked myself because i missed out on the resident evil 2 and the resident evil 3 remake ones i uh i missed out on those and i kick myself almost every day because i think those have skyrocketed in price I got the one for eight, but I missed two and three. 
So I was not going to miss four. I told myself I am going to keep my eye on it and not miss it. So as soon as it dropped, I kept refreshing that page. It was messing up. It wasn't live. You had to like use an incognito browser. You had to use different browsers. It was a big headache. I even accidentally locked my GameStop account trying to log in on my computer and I didn't know my password. So I ended up locking my account, but I was still able to buy it. I don't know how. I was probably seconds away from missing it, but I'm so happy I got it. I am so excited for this game. I just hope it's good. <laughs> like I said, I just hope it's good. Um, collector's Edition is going to be awesome. Um, I kind of want to do unboxings for Collector's Editions now. I was going to start with Gotham Knights and do an unboxing of that once I eventually picking up for my mother's it's a it's an hour drive out so i'm not too in the rush especially hearing that the game's not good uh, not the best so i'm not too gung-ho for picking it up i might wait wait until god of war comes out and then go pick up everything at once from her um then I, i'll have a bunch to pick up like i'll have god of war i'll have dragon ball breakers i'll have the that thing that i said that i forgot and there's one other. I don't remember what it was. But those are all being sent there, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should be fun. Lots of stuff. <clears throat> and then moving out, and also kind of keeping in theme with the, the remakes, because that's what everyone's doing these days. Just remake, rehash, remaster everything. Even if the game came out four years ago. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, even if it just came on, just remaster it, remake it. Who cares? You know, who cares? It's not the worst thing. And then charge seventy bucks for it. Anyways, this one is not as bad. It's gonna be the remake for Silent Hill Two, which awesome. Uh, it's kind of weird that they're going with. To kind of skipping one and going straight to two but i know two is like a fan favorite um i think i've said it before i've never actually played silent hill i played the beginning of silent hill 2 on the pc when it first came out or probably not when it first came out um yeah probably not when it first came out probably like a couple years later i like this online game service but i played it on there um played the first section of it and stopped because <laughs> i didn't like it but I have closely followed the lore of it. I love the lore of it. Um, so this remake that they're doing, or remaster, or whatever you want to call it, those words are all over the place, um, will probably get me back into it and actually play the series. Well, not the series, but play <laughs> Silent Hill 2. Luckily, the stories don't really tie into each other. They're kind of just like... There's like references and stuff, but they're not directly like a direct sequel. So Silent Hill 2, PS5, probably going to be gorgeous, um, depending on how they remake slash remaster it. If it's from the ground up, yeah, it'll be gorgeous. But if they're just taking like the assets and upscaling them or uh, enhancing them in some manner, maybe not. Maybe not as good. Um, yeah, because... I don't know, you can only do so much of that. And I think they're, it's going to be not from Capcom, but like 
I want to say like a like a a side studio, right? Silent Hill Two. Hmm. Maybe I'm not sure. But this one is more. It's more meaningful than a four year because it's been like twenty years since this game came out. So it's going to be more meaningful to be remastered because it's been, what, three, four generations since the PS2? One, two, three, three, two, three, four, five. Yeah, three generations. Um, so that's quite the gap. Like PS2 games compared to PS5 games now, that's a big gap. Remasters there make sense. Um, so should be interesting. There hasn't been a main series game of Silent Hill since I believe Downpour, which was like 2011-2012. Um, and this is a main series? It's not a new main series, but it's a main series. Um, so yeah, there hasn't been anything Silent Hill in years, and then with Kojima leaving Konami, it's like, well, where are they going to take it? And then with the failure of PT, um, it's like, what's going on? However, they are they also announced, with that announcement, <laughs> a new game called Silent Hill F, I think they're calling it. Um, and I know, I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but there are rumors of Silent Hill. And a lot of people, including myself, just kind of been, thought of it like, Oh, Pachinko. <laughs> it's going to be Pachinko, because that's what Capcom loves to do. Pachinko machines. So, I kind of thought, oh, Pachinko. I'm, I don't expect anything. But then they dropped the bomb of, oh, Silent Hill 2 Remake and Silent Hill F. Um, um, it's going to be interesting, because I don't think... I think all of the Silent Hill games always took place in, like, an American Midwest town kind of exclude like Silent Hill has always been like off to the side like an isolated town in the Midwest United States um, and a lot of the characters have always been American um, always like a really Western theme to it however this one is going to take place in Japan which and I think it takes place like in the past um, I'm not too sure, I'm not familiar, but I think it takes place in the early 1900s. Either that or the, maybe like, yeah, I want to say the early 1900s. I'm not too sure. I haven't, I only, I skipped around the trailer. I didn't watch the entire trailer. Um, but I, I do know it takes place in Japan, <laughs> which will be interesting because I think the developers will be more familiar with Japan seeing as there's a Japan comp Japanese company um, uh, I, I might play this just kind of like as oh this would be my entry into the Silent Hill series um, which would be pretty cool uh, I mean I would really like to get into uh, Silent Hill it does look like a lot of fun so we'll see we'll see uh, I know they do have one other one, which I think was in that leak a couple of years ago, or like the Korean trademark or whatever it was, 
was for ascension. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see what these other properties are supposed to be from Silent Hill. Um, I'm not expecting much. Uh, these will probably be pachinko machines because why would they have both a remake of a beloved game and an entirely new one and then two other new ones? That just seems like a lot. So these other two are probably going to be either mobile games or pachinko machines. You heard it here first. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I think I had two other things before we wrap it up here. The first one being, let's follow that train of Remix Remasters. I think it was announced early this morning that the first Witcher game is going to be getting a remake with Unreal 5. So Unreal 5 is, or Unreal Engine 5, whatever you want to call it, is like the one of the big three uh, game uh, engines. And I think the original Witcher um, came out, I want to say it was on the 360. Um, let's see, 2007. Looks like it was not the, was it the 360? Huh. I want to say it was the 360. Right? I'm not crazy, am I? Maybe it was just a PC game. Yeah, looks like it was a PC game. Could have sworn I played it on the 360 though. Anyways, so 2007 on PC, The Witcher came out. Game is very clunky. Like, it, it tried a whole bunch of new mechanics that you don't really see too much. Um, very clunky, very fun. Um, I know Witcher didn't really blow up until Witcher 3. I know a lot of people loved Witcher 2. I loved Witcher 2. I'd never finished it, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, but it really, really popped off with The Witcher 3. And they had their TV show, their side game, the Gwent um, card game that came with it, or that came with the third game. And The Witcher just really blew off from there so a witcher one remake is very logical um they're taking the, the root because like a lot of people a lot of people haven't played the first witcher people really have only played this the third and maybe the second um so this would be a good opportunity for people who don't like that type of clunky gameplay um and kind of have it refreshed updated modern graphics modern control schemes um kind of make it into a a new thing um oh i thought someone was at my door um so yeah kind of make it into a a new thing for people to finally experience the story of the witcher from the very beginning um think i think it was just announced i don't think they don't have it they don't have any uh solid plans for it but they did announce like hey 
we're going to be remaking The Witcher with Unreal 5. So be excited for that. <laughs> uh, we'll be. I might play it because I, I know, I think with most games, I only played the beginning section of it. Um, and I only really played it because I know there's an Assassin's Creed Easter egg in that beginning section. So I played it. Try to find that. Uh, but it's just, like I said, it's real clunky. It has a very steep learning curve with the controls it uses. So never really took it from there. Um, and that's the same thing with The Witcher 2. Like I played the beginning, didn't finish it. Witcher 3, played it, never finished it. Um, graphically speaking, The Witcher 1 is very, very blocky by today's standard. Um, like the graphics of the first one look, it looks very 2007. <laughs> Let's say that, very 2007. And then looking at Witcher 3, which is a gorgeous game, a remake makes sense. Like, it will benefit this game greatly. Um, so that's big. Uh, we probably won't see anything from CD Projekt Red for a while. Probably, if you ask me, probably something cyberpunk related again. Maybe a sequel. Um, or maybe another Witcher. I, I, I don't know how the Witcher 3 ends, but maybe. Um, so yeah, that the remake will be interesting. Probably, knowing CD Projekt Red, we probably won't see it for a couple of years because I know the whole running joke with Cyberpunk was, oh, we're actually not going to see Cyberpunk until the year 2077. But not the hugest Witcher fan, but we'll see. All right. And then the very last thing for the week is something that I hope will be good and i actually didn't know about this apparently um so so i love fallout i'm a big fallout fan i mean i have a fallout tattoo um and my collection of fallout stuff is like a quarter of my game room love fallout love it love it love it so i found out today because amazon dropped a one single picture one single picture of the show they're working on for fallout which i had no clue of apparently amazon's working on a fallout tv series okay i don't i have mis mixed feelings about it i would love to see i think fallout would lend itself very well to a, a tv media i think it would make good stories because you have the entire wasteland you can literally pick up anywhere because every game picks up in a new area, a different even different time periods even, um, just kind of scattered all over. You have um, you have Boston, and then you have New Mexico, and then you have West Virginia. Like the game is plotted all over the place. Um, so I think it would lend itself well to a game or to a TV series that picks up in a random spot, and because they don't really have to follow a they just have to follow basic lore. They don't have to follow a story. They just have to follow the lore of, hey, the bombs were dropped here by the the, the Chinese nuked America in whatever, 20-something. <laughs> um, uh, 
but that's all they have to follow. They don't necessarily have to follow, oh, this character does this because it's, you are the character. You make your own character. So they don't have to follow any of that. They can really be open with it, which I think a lot of TV show movies based on video games fail is that they take these characters that everyone loves, like Albert Wesker, and turn him into Blade. Or, you know, like, they, they just take these beloved characters that people have an expectation with and they change it. So as long as they just, like I said, follow the basic lore of Fallout, they're golden. Just follow the lore of, oh, these people are in a vault and they leave. Or, hey, this is a mutant. This is a ghoul. This is uh, the Enclave. This is the Brotherhood. This is yada yada. That's all I have to do. Um, so I think, I think, I don't know. Like I said, mixed feelings. I think it lends itself well, but given the past of video game translated to other medias, they don't work. It's never been a good video game movie or series or anything. Um, but Amazon has really been knocking it out of the park lately with shows, like especially their comic adaptations with The Boys and Invincible. Um, those are great. Like the production value on some of these things is great. So I think Amazon has the financial backing and a good story to work with here. I just fear video game movie or video game TV series. Um, if this or when this does come out, I hope the music follows along because Fallout has that whole 50s vibe and the music is like a big part, at least for me traveling the wasteland listening to the banger jams of uh the 1950s is awesome um so i i i feel like they could get the music right the setting shouldn't be too hard to make you just gotta make it look post-apocalyptic um wasteland but again it has that stigma of video game movie so we'll see um, I didn't, like I said, I just learned about this, so I don't know if there's like a release date or anything. It was just Am Amazon posted, oh, happy 25th birthday, Fallout, and one single image of like the vault opening. That's it. Um, so maybe we'll get something soon. Maybe they're like, oh, we showed you last week. Here's the rest of it. Who knows? But being a big fan, I hope it's good. I really, really hope it's good. And I think with that, we're going to wrap it up for the week. Um, thank you all for listening and joining me. I'll be back another, uh, I'll be back another week. I'll be back next week, maybe with Red, maybe another solo episode. But it's going to be right after Halloween, so maybe I would have played a lot of spooky games we can talk about. Um, but that will wrap it up. If you have any topics you'd like us to or me to discuss, uh, feel free to email them to us. It's gonna be I always forget the email inventoryfullpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm always looking to talk with people too, so if you want to ever be a guest on the show, go ahead and email me and we'll set that up. Um, Make sure to check out the YouTube at 
it's the same thing inventory for um i post i don't know i really just post whatever i'm into at the time um like when i was really into the tower of fantasy i was posting tower of fantasy guides when i was into uh, disney i was posting disney guides um i want to start like i mentioned a couple weeks ago i want to start streaming babylon's fall and be like oh this is a terrible game let's platinum it i want to stream that my experience with a terrible game um and i want to start these unboxing videos uh which will probably start with like i said gotham knights in the next week or two whenever i decide to go pick it up but yeah so i want to do unboxing videos i want to do some more guide videos so be sure to check that out inventory full on youtube and i think that is it once again thank you all for listening and i'll see you next week Bye bye